brought to you by the QCCS Mackay Cutters. Hey everyone, welcome to Change the Game, episode 6, Mind Ignition. Uh, today we're joined by two guests, one very close to the Cutters in Josh Smith. Uh, Josh is our leading try scorer, seven tries for the competition at IFC. And also Nigel Dent uh, from Mind Ignition. Uh, so I'll get these guys to um, elaborate a little bit on themselves. Um, first, I'd like to acknowledge the uh, Yui people of the Kulin Nation and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. And Josh, um, welcome to Change the Game. Uh, thanks for having me, Cookie. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm a 20-year-old um, local Mackay boy. Um, so, yeah, um, grew up here my whole life. Uh, played footy at Brothers Bulldogs here and, yeah, looking forward to today. Yeah, thanks, mate. It's good to have you. Uh, Nigel Dent from Mind Ignition. Uh, Nigel, we've known each other for a little bit um, since I've moved to Mackay and um, it's great to see what you're doing with Mind Ignition. Do you want to give us a little bit of your background in, um, in Mind Ignition? Um, yeah, so Sport Tragic. Uh, worked in subacute mental health for, for a period of five years and found a way to combine sport and mental health into Mind Ignition. So working with athletes, professionals, anyone that's looking to get the, the best out of themselves and get more into their game by uh, using mindset. Yeah, great. Again, I'm Mitch Cook, Operations Manager at Mackay Cutters. I always forget to introduce myself. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to this uh, conversation and um, discussion with these two guys. Um, you know, we'll touch on some goal setting, visualisation and positive self-talk throughout this and relate that a little bit to sport and even um, different things outside of um, the sporting field. So Josh, it'll be good to um, connect in with how you use these things um, with your footy and um, and then Nige, you know, what you're doing with, with Mind Ignition as well. So why is investing in mindfulness um, when we talk about these three things important to performance and how does it all relate? Um, so Nige might get you to kick it off um, and just touch on why why you, why you do what you do and why it's important. Um, yeah, well, abs I think it's mindfulness and have, having a look at where you're at with, within yourself and where you want to get to and then putting some structures in place to get there as opposed to, I think uh, it's pretty, in my experience, a lot of athletes have these broad ambitions or big ambitions, but then some of them don't set about putting anything in place to get there so reflecting on where they're at now what they need to do to where they want to be and and what processes can they use to get there and um, if you take some time to to figure out your why and then have a look at the ways you can get there and and work with other people and I think it's uh, there's a, there's so many ways that athletes can get more out of themselves if they have a look within and 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 reach out to, to people like us. Yeah, so you currently work with Crusaders, um, local yep. soccer team here in Mackay, uh, on the on all these things. So what's probably an area where one of the players has, you know, gone to you with with um, with this and you work with them and you know, what is their what has been their why and, and how has that been implemented to their performance? Um, yeah, definitely the, there's quite a few of them of, of really embracing what what I'm putting out for them here. So with the the biggest one, I think, and is visualization for me is the one that that will get results when if players actually buy into it. So I had got a, a younger player there that that was having some 
some struggles with um, staying focused and staying in the game and, and letting letting mistakes overwhelm him at times. And just by taking that time out, he's he sort of a little short visualization practice each morning that that he's has come back to me and telling me that he's feeling much better within the game. He's able to focus. His mistakes are just gone. He's you know he looks forward instead of looking over his shoulder. He's looking forward and and more focused in the game. And and so he combined that with goal setting because we we set goals with all our players and and um, track them and. And check on check in on them as much as we can. But he he set a goal just to visualise for five minutes a day. He's now doing. I think he's doing it for ten minutes a day now and, and getting good results. So yeah, Graham. What are the type of things he visualises? So he's visualising himself. He he he'll visualise himself making making the right plays for a lot of it. Um, you know, passing or or striking the ball the way he wants to. Being more more uh, vocal and, and around his mates but and then he'll the thing that he's done most that's worked most for him is visualizing when things have gone wrong and then himself being able to bounce back and keep that head up and and embrace what he needs to do next as opposed to when I when we first started working together he's is one of the players that the head would go down you spend even if it's only one or two seconds with that head down then you're not in the game so so he's been able to to literally visualise himself bouncing back from those mistakes and the head stays up and you can see it when he's playing that he's he's much better when, when something goes wrong. Whereas 12 months ago, you could see that it stayed with him for a period of seconds, sometimes minutes and affected his game. So, Yeah, great. So, yeah, he's got that, un, that toolkit that he can go to inside the game and you know, use those cues yeah. when, when things are going bad to get him back on track. Absolutely. That's great. So, um Josh, let's talk to you a little bit more about goal setting. Um, you know, I know we've, at the start of the year, touched on a little bit of goal setting um, with yourself, and I know you've probably done a lot throughout your journey through the academies with the Cowboys and um, and here at the Cutters. But, yeah, what are the, some of the, the short-term, long-term goals um, you've sort of put in place? I guess with my goal setting, I've kind of uh, just focused on a lot of short-term, like what I want to do in the next, I guess, three months. Uh, long-term, what I want to do in the next year or so. So personally for myself, I found that um, with goal setting, short term, I wanted to, so much at the start of the year was play Queensland Cup. And so I guess I kind of put smaller goals in place. So whether that be uh, run, like run the 40 metre quicker, or it be play good in the first trial, or play good in the second trial. I just put small things in place. And it even started so back to when COVID hit last year, where I kind of was training nonstop throughout COVID just for this goal to happen. Even though my short like goal got pushed back a year, I figured that by putting these smaller goals in place, it worked. And I guess my long-term goal would have to be probably playing the NRL and get an NRL contract by the end of this year, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully you do, mate. Um, you've had a good year so far, so you're definitely ticking some of those goal boxes, um, you know, especially early was to play IC. Um, so then did you reset once you sort of ticked a goal? or? Yeah, I guess I kind of reset um, when I hit the play IC goal my next goal I guess was to play consistent IC so it wasn't just be a one hit wonder so play one game and then just go back and play 21s for me it was I wanted to play all year if I could and at the moment I'm going pretty well to do that yeah very good uh, so the big thing is so we're talking about you know why it's important um, touched on some of those things but then how we implement um, things like 
goal setting, visualization, and positive self talk, especially in the moment. I think, you know, when things like you mentioned with the player you're referring to, when things go bad and we need to get back on track and ref- like reflect on the positive. So, what are some of the things for how to implement these things for the players you're working with and um, people even outside of sport? And then also um, swing to you, too, Josh, as well, about um, you know, some of the little things you use inside of a game. We might even start with you. Um, yeah, well, I guess with me, I found that, um, so obviously I'm 20 and I'm still learning how to kind of like utilize that. So I guess um, I struggled a lot growing up with when I made an error, trying to get myself back on track and like just go radio, move on from it. And I guess I've improved over time to the point where I've been able to get to the point where if I do make an error, I can switch back on because I just focus on the little things of my game, whether that be uh, the next tackle that I have to make or the next run and not try and force anything, whether that be just a, a pass that I'd make, whether it, like in the heat of the moment, I'd hold the ball. And then, but yeah, I guess I've kind of improved a lot on getting my mind right to when I do make an error. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's a really important point to focus on what happens next more than what's happened. But And there's another way we, we um, the players I work with speak about is anchors. I don't know if you've heard of it, anchors, Josh. So when that's when things are going really well in a game, you can players have set themselves up with a little anchor that it might just be a slap on the thigh, or a, or some players just squeeze their fingers, or there's little things like that you can do. That if you do them when you're up and about, and then you can you can reuse them when you do go a little bit flat, or if you find yourself get a bit stuck, you go to your anchor. And it's just a little cue to remind yourself, I'm, I'm up and about here. I need to get back in this. It's not what's happened's happened, and it's gone. And like you said, you go yeah. move on really quickly. And there's a there's a lot of ways you can. There's a lot of different ways you can utilise anchors. And it's pretty. It's just individual. Whatever works for for one. So when we talk about anchors, we're we talking about anchor statements. Yeah, well, an anchor statement with a. So that could be depending on what what's happened and what, what you want to be. And again, it's individual for each player, but yeah, a little statement that you'd have. So, you know, I got this or next ball or head up or whatever it is. But at the same time, if you have some sort of physical, some players pinch themselves on the arm or just a little slap on the thigh yeah. or um, even Ronaldo uses a big deep breath in. You see him, he sucks it right in and then, so, and that's his anchor. Yeah, very good. Um, so goal setting, implementing that. Um, we talked a little bit with Josh, but yeah, with the Crusaders and work you're doing, what are the how you, how do you guys utilize goal setting? I think uh, the biggest thing for for me is or for us is is the way you action your goals. So um, it's, like Josh touched on his goals. So then if you're, you're writing them down and actually sitting down and thinking about the steps you're going to take to get there, and how does that look? So with Josh's NRL dream, he's obviously, he'd have, the, the, the actions would be to achieve this at the Cutters this year, and whether that's this amount of tries, and yeah. play well here and there, and then, but then if, if for your short-term goals, so I guess, we like Josh said, play really well in this, in a game, one of your pre-season games, yeah. so how do you action that then? So you sit down and you say, all right, well, I, I want to make sure that, that I'm, I'm vocal, and I'm, you know, I've, I'm going to make sure I, I want to score this amount of tries or I want to have this many tackle breaks or, or whatever it is. 
and then how can you work on that through the week so you, you can breaking them down into how you how you action that at training and what what can i do can i do a little bit extra after training or mm. can i do some extras here or but because you talk about smart smart goals specific realistic actionable measurable and time frame i've got the m the wrong way around there but um i think for the for the, for me in that acronym actionable and time framed are the most important so being able to say this is how I'm going to achieve these goals this is what I need to do if I do all of these things then I should get there and then have a time date on it so I'll do it by this date I think that's a, the, the thing we that we speak about most at Crusaders for sure yeah very good and so we keep all this really positive as well um, yep. and it's all about having that growth mindset too which is the probably the corner snow of this whole um, concept of uh, mindfulness and, and putting all these things in place and, and it really builds that self-belief. Um, so, you know, especially through a lot of your work, Nige, you know, working with, you know, other people that probably, you know, need that little bit of help of, um, that, that reach out. Um, yeah, I'll, no, I'll I got you. So oh, I'm glad you mentioned growth mindset because the, of all, most people that, that do come to me or most people that, I've, that I'm working with have got way more of a fixed mindset than a growth mindset. And, and we all do it. Like I, I slip into a fixed mindset, you would at times. We all do it. But the, the more you start to, to catch yourself doing so and the more you start to explore a growth mindset as opposed to the fixed. So, and to break that down, the, the, the growth mindset is how can I do this better? How could I have been better? We lost a game by, by so in our, our rugby league game. Say you lost mm. by thirty points. Instead of our, oh, we sucked. You know, they they smashed us. They were way too good. Why? What what could we have done differently? What could I have done differently? How can I be better next time? You know, asking yourselves these types of questions to develop that growth mindset. And then when you feel yourself in the fixed mindset, which again we all slip back into it, um, catching those thoughts and being able to to change them. So. For me and the, the people I'm working with, it's definitely about about looking within what's going what's going on, what's going right. How can I maximise my strengths, play to my strengths, but also how can I how can I capitalise? How can I improve my weaknesses or RFIs? Cookie room for improvements. So, yeah. I guess where I was trying to get to before is it's not only just on the sporting fields in everyday life. Absolutely, so everyday stresses. Um, you know, living a healthier life, uh, you know, these things all add up, yep. you know, getting yourself back on track. So even goal setting and visualising, you know, what you're going to do in, in your day-to-day, um, you know, whether it is, you know, getting to the gym and, and doing a gym session, you know, it's about getting up off the couch or getting out of bed when your alarm does go off, um, having that positive self-talk in the moment um, to to get up, you know, sometimes it's easier to, lying bed or I'll sit on the couch and not do the gym session but um, all these little things I I think do add up and you know lead to the bigger picture and um, you know it definitely relates to off field as well. Absolutely you think um, any all these goal setting visualization positive self-talk self-belief growth mindset they are so holistic it's not you know it's not not funny but yeah it is it's Mm. Completely applicable to your whole life, and and if you do start applying these things as an athlete, you'll find you'll start applying them outside of your athletic endeavours, and 
your life improves all around. Yeah, so Josh, for you, you know, off-field um, things that you've implemented um, that don't relate to just, just footy to make yourself better, a better person, better better athlete, what are some of the things that you've implemented? Uh, I guess with um, for myself, I kind of try to work on a lot more just when I'm like off the footy field, being present in being off the footy field. So I've found myself like, I guess, struggling to switch off when I'm on the footy, like off the footy field. Mm -hmm. So I'll go away from training. I'll be at home with like my mum and that. And I'll be thinking about our next game or the next moment where I'm going to be training or something where, and then I guess I've tried to work a lot on just living in the moment rather than living in the past of what happened in a game or what is going to happen in the next game. So I guess I've tried to work a lot on um, myself, just when I'm with my family, just actually being there and um, finding finding just a reason to switch my brain off from thinking about like what I was doing in the game. Has there been any, can you give us any example of how you, you do do that? Uh, I guess with me, it's just um, kind of like just, um, I guess probably when I'm with my mum, I guess it's kind of try and keep my phone away from me, put it in my pocket, um, and then try and just switch off by just detaching from footy. So like, whether that be try and go somewhere where there's not a TV and there's no footy on, there's no replay or go somewhere and try and just make sure that I don't see any of like the boys around because I kind of struggle a lot when I run into my mates and I'm with my family and I just kind of go to my mates and not with my family, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you find that with some of the players you're working with, Nige? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's really important to have, take that time away and and um, it, it stay. I love how Josh said he, he's trying to stay present and putting the phone away and, and, it, and just being... Being present in everything you do, whether it's a conversation with your mum or conversation with a friend or whatever it is you're doing, then be there. Don't be somewhere else. And you, you, um, you can if you're working on things like visualization, then you've, you can still put time into to focusing on on your footy in in those ways and think about it there. But then, when you're away from it, yeah, stay 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 with what you're doing, whether it's again being with a, a loved one or in taking some time out to go for a walk or a run or listen to the to the birds and look at the trees just yeah. stay where you are because it's really healthy for your mind to have that time out and and not be going over it all the time and that I think with the, some of the Crusaders players too that some of them do overthink things and and tend to stay in it more than they than they should and uh, we speak about that a lot being getting away and taking time out to be present I'm pretty curious of how do we implement visualization? Like if I'm, or if, if, if for Josh, like how do you, if you're going to coach Josh on how to, for him to use visualization? Absolutely. And it, for me, it's, uh, it's, it's such a game changer. You know, I'm trying, the, any athlete that, that embraces it will get, does get results. And it's such a simple thing to do. It's so, really is so easy. It's essentially, it's done properly. It's, it's meditation. I think that frightens a lot of athletes too, the word meditation. Um, but it's sitting, taking time out, doing so finding your own space, preferably not in your bed, but because um, your bed's for sleeping. So if you, if you do it in bed, your mind thinks that you're trying to put it to sleep. 
But finding a comfortable seat, lie, you can lie on the floor, you can do it anywhere you want, but somewhere where you won't be disturbed, just closing your eyes and focusing on breathing to start with. The reason we focus on breathing is just to clear our head so that the thoughts aren't still going. So stay on your breathing for 30 seconds to a minute and then just picturing the skill, like literally picturing it. So, And, and at first you, you may not be able to see that much, but the more you do it, the more it comes, you can can almost smell the grass and but really imagining yourself in the moment so for Josh it might be running getting over the line to score a try or you might you might you could visualize intercepts or you know any any skill that that you want to work on for that week for that game for that season and even the dream so I'd if, if you were to go and start practicing visualization for the I'd, if you can do it for up to 10 minutes it's great um, any, anything over five is, is great, but you get up to 10, it's even better. But at, if you could you visualise the NRL dream as well. Yeah. So what does it look like when you're there? Yeah. Who, get, yeah, sorry, but who I, are you playing for and how does it, and where are you and who's there with you and just picturing all of that yeah. happening. Yeah, I guess, well, with Cutters here, we've had a lot, um, Tim Rogers, our strength and conditioning coach, he's kind of helped us a lot with visualisation and stuff. But I found when I've, as I've got older, I've, with visualising playing footy and stuff, I've lost that bit. Mm-hmm. But when I was younger, for example, I'd always when I'd lay down and you just think you'd close your eyes and you'd think like running out at Suncorp for Queensland or something like that. And I guess that's obviously the other thing that would be something I could improve on. Absolutely. To take my game to the next level. Because I found that by implementing stuff like this, I've found that my game has gone to another level, especially since I've started developing, making goals, running them down. And even with when we do Timmy's little bit of visualisation, even though um, sometimes we get a bit frustrated because we've just finished training and we're all sweaty, but I find it kind of brings us all back down to that level of just being calm and realising that, like, basically just what we've got to do. Yeah, absolutely. And that's two great points there. The calmness is so great for your mind. But I love how you said that when you were younger, you were doing it, that's what I say to a lot of athletes. You've already done this. Because you get some athletes that are like, oh, visualisation, meditation. Who wants to, I haven't got time for that. But that's an attitude I, I cop quite a bit. And so I say to them, you've already done this. You, you were doing it without intentionally yeah. doing it as a, as a young fellow. You yeah. were picturing yourself in the NRL. So it's, it's something that we've all done without even actually knowing we're doing it. So if you, and then if we can take the time to do it properly... In your quiet space, eyes closed, like what Tim would mm. be having you guys do. If you can, you do that on your own time, for you know, that five to ten minutes a day, your game improves. It, mm. There's absolutely no, no doubt that, 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 that this works. Like there's, and it's worked for some of the best athletes in the world. You know, Ronaldo, LeBron. Um, I saw, I was, Jonathan Thurston used to visualise his goal kicking. Yeah. So, and he was he didn't miss many, did he? But it works. And if there's, if I can get anyone that I work, that I deal with to do this, then everyone that has done it with me has come back and said, I can feel this working. So. Positive outcome. So if we, we've touched on a little bit of that visualisation of how we can implement it, uh, goal setting, that writing goals down and, and having them actionable. So let's talk more on positive self-talk and for any aspiring young um, Mackay Junior Rugby League players coming through, you know, how can they implement some positive self-talk um, to get better? 
Yeah, good one. Now, this is a big one, uh, especially, I'm glad you said young, for the younger players. I see it a lot. The, you can almost you can almost hear what they're saying to themselves just by while we're watching them sometimes. And, and it's just, it really is another, just as with visualisation, when you start doing that, it'll feel, it feels a little bit off. doesn't feel foreign. Yeah, it feels foreign. And it's the same with, with catching thoughts. So, it's, it's just about catching the way you're speaking to yourself and taking note of how you speak to yourself because you know, we have up to 10,000 thoughts a day that we don't, we don't track them. No, it's just, what am I doing for dinner? What, did I, what about the argument I had yesterday? What, all this stuff just flies through your mind. And then in the, for athletes, then if something goes wrong, it, it's a knee-jerk reaction to, to be flat on ourselves and say things to ourselves and you know, what'd you do that for? Or you're useless or I'm useless or I always stuff that up. I always miss that kick and these types of things. And you know, one thing I, I'll say to, to my athletes is what if your best mate kicked that kick? What if your best mate missed that goal? Would you go over to him and tell him he's, he's useless? Would you go and tell him, give him a shove and, and, and abusively tell him that he's, he's just cost you the game? You wouldn't do it, would you? Or you do it to yourself. We do it to ourselves all the time. Well, some more than others. But young athletes, yeah. They, so I think that's a, a really easy way, just a simple thing, is to imagine you're talking to your best friend. Or think about you talking to someone you love. And then how, how do you talk to yourself? Because it's, it's, not, it's something that can be changed pretty quickly if, you, if you're conscious of it and, and, you, and you take note of what, you've, what types of things you're saying to yourself. Yeah, well, I guess with myself, I found that um, this year, especially our coach, Mick, he's helped me a lot with um, picking myself up. So it's he always says to me, don't carry your divots. Yep. So I guess in the first game we played, I made a couple of errors and I would put my head down and I'd be, I'd do that negative talk to myself. I'd be saying to myself, like, you, like what are you doing here? And then, like, you'd, like, come on, stop, mate, like, stop. And I'd be trying to pick myself up and I just keep carrying the fact that I made an error rather than, I guess, switch to the next job that I've got to do. And I worked a bit on that for the next week, and it was kind of just focusing on the little jobs, and but also refer, like, I kind of come up with these sayings where it was just always say, you deserve to be here, and you got this. And I found that it helped me a lot. So, yeah. And they're, they're the type of things you'd say to your mate. Yeah. Aren't they? Yeah. Uh, and and it's, it's really... All these three, visualisation, goal setting and positive self-talk, they all, they all just amalgamate so well. And so you can set goals to be more positive self-talk. So again, action it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to keep a thought diary or I'm, I'm gonna, every time I catch myself being negative, I'm going to challenge it. Or I'm going to implement yeah. it in the next game. Yeah, absolutely. Or you can, you can put it into your visualisation practice. So visualising yourself being positive with yourself. And, it, you know, it just, it's... There's really simple ways to, to negate these things, but it's it's just it really is a case of doing and doing often, and you, you'll get you'll see change for sure. Yeah, uh, let's touch a little bit more on mind ignition, uh, what you're doing in the Mackay community, Nigel, and even broader, um, traveling down to Brisbane and other areas to yeah. um, talk in schools, talking uh, businesses. You, know, you you do touch on these things and. Absolutely. Just a little bit of insight into what you do. Yeah, so I guess it's it's the business is growing pretty quickly. I'm I've I started talking in high schools last year, so speaking to young athletes about 
the three pillars that we've spoken about here and and just about their dreams. So uh, you touched on it at the start. Like what's what's your why or what's your dream? What, what is what's the end goal? So uh, Mind Ignition is about helping people achieve that. So I'm it's by using tools out of positive psychology, helping people get to where they want to be and and also, you know, we I can work with people that are having performance anxiety and, and these, these types of things. And it, it's it's more about preventing those things in the first place. So yeah, just going around I talk in schools, I've I've spoken to some some businesses in Mackay and um and I've I work with individuals, so individual athletes and, and professionals that might need a little bit of help setting goals because we sit here and talk about goal setting but some people struggle to actually put it into words or or how do i action that or helping them and helping them hold themselves accountable so just um basically my ignition is is to help people get where they want to be because we you know we we've most of us have got some sort of dream but too many of us don't follow through on it and then you get to the end and Wish I had done something about that. So start now. Yeah, I love what you're doing too, and especially for our community um, and speaking in schools and, and all these positive messages that you're putting out there. No doubt it's going to help a lot of people. So keep it up. Um, you're doing a great job. Uh, yeah. Josh, let's talk a little bit about the cutters and the season so far and you know, your season as well individually. And um, Let's look forward to for the rest of the season. Uh, yeah, think we've tracked. yeah. I guess we've had a bit of a rough season. We've um, dropped a couple games um, just in the last couple minutes. So it's been that's been pretty disappointing for us. Whether it be because we always we found ourselves that um, so for the first couple for the first probably two weeks we played some pretty pretty good footy, but we just couldn't get the result because we'd have a ten minute period where we'd l just lapse and it got to a point where we lost a couple games that we've lost a couple of games in a row but when we would lose the game um, we would find that our 10 minute lapses would get bigger to 20 minute lapses and we kind of would just um, wouldn't be able to match it with teams mm -hmm. and then but coming up for the next couple of games um, I think we've got a couple of games that we can really take and finish finish pretty strong so I'm pretty I'm looking forward to how the season's going to finish because I know uh, we've been putting the hard work every all the time we're a real close group of boys and we love being around each other. It's just, it's just hard when, I guess we're not getting the results. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to watching you guys, mate. And no doubt, it's going to turn. Um, you guys are going to stick together like you're talking about. You're a tight knit group, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to getting some results from the back end of the year. Uh, we've had some recently. Some of the girls play Origin, which is really good. Jazzy Peters and uh, Zoe, Zoe Cook. You know, Fantastic for the local community. Um, what about you? What do you got going on, Nigel? You got um, Crusaders. We need we need to start winning. But yeah. um, we, I, I, when Josh was saying about a couple of games you've let slip, that's 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 us. That's how we feel. We've um, we've we've had some really winnable games that just for whatever reason we haven't haven't got there. D different different reasons in each of them, I'd say. But um, we feel like we, we can get out of this. We've got 13 games to go, so we're at the moment we're in the relegation zone, but we're we're uh, we're about to to embark on the great escape. We're calling it, so we're going to work our way out of there. We we think we've got we we've got the players can play football. We know that, and they've proved that. 
but we are a young group, so we're we're just we're, we're just working towards putting ninety minutes into games, and and we'll get results. Yep. We, we will for sure. So pretty pretty similar at the moment. I feel like Cutters and Crusaders are on their path, but you know, good luck. Hopefully, you avoid that relegation zone. Um, we're putting all these things into practice, so you should set some goals, visualize us, us winning, and um, keep it all positive. So. Mm-hmm. Thanks for your time today, Josh. That was awesome. Nigel, all the work you're doing, keep it up. And that's a wrap from us. Thank you very much. We'll, uh, we'll catch you next time. Change the game. Proudly brought to you by the QCCS Mackay Cutters.